welcome on in guys to crashing game night uh we are live tonight uh we're gonna be joined by content creators and streamers uh unileska who will be joining us here momentarily and soldier first class you know everybody knows tim you know soldiers joining so expect some uh without the beard without the beard some shenanigans um this is your host as always matt diorio um we are joined by the beanied one gerard barrera two three four two three that's right what is up soldier first class what's up baby thank you for joining us hello all my fellow nerds i was so confused for a second there (laughs) i just thought of it and i was like i wonder if it'll work Okay. Well, hey, thanks for hey guys, thanks for joining. What's going on? Oh, what's going on with you? I mean, you, you seem like <laughs> um, so. As the, always, we did talk about <laughs> smoking some things beforehand. Right. Apparently, inspecting you <laughs> so a little bit. <laughs> um, that's Babyface Theowalski. Hey, what's up, everybody? And then uh, the man with the couch. Jason, Lion's Mane, Balidio. How's it going, guys? How's it going tonight? Oh, man. Soldier, I don't know what you were thinking, man. It's. I grabbed the wrong guard. Oh, man. <laughs> like, it is, it is. It is a full different person. Full person, full, a new person, Young, younger and and very nice looking. I, I thought and, uh, it would be like an April Fool's joke, you know. That it's right. quite uh quite fitting, but yeah. As we're waiting for uh, Unileska to join on in, I want to say everybody welcome on in the game night that just came over from her channel on a, a nice big Woo! fat raid there. So, um, everybody welcome into to game night. Um. So we'll uh, on, give you an Aleska here a minute to join on in. Double raid. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is weird seeing you kind of like shaved there, kind of trimmed up there, soldier. And that is the thing, isn't it? It's, but I, I it's appreciate big... you not going completely bare so I can stay yes. the baby face yes. out of everybody. <laughs> you know, when I did it, when I did it, I did it out of the kindness of my heart for you. Yeah. I was like, I mean, you know I'm what? trying, but it's just not working, man. Like, it, you still see nothing. <laughs> How how long how long did that take, Theo? How long? Uh, is I'm this? going on a week so far. That is a week. Wow. Oh, wait, that's a, a that's a wow. week. Wow. So yeah, yeah. this Just, is like two yeah. days. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so how's everyone's week been? I'll start with you, soldier. How's your, uh, how's not bad. Uh, I've actually gotten a few videos done, which is surprising because I know. I, right? I saw you post about that. I'm like. <laughs> Yeah, I've been slacking a little bit, but uh, it's been it's not been too bad. Just been uh, figuring out some things, getting some stuff uh, worked up for the stream, kind of doing nice. a revamping of the channels. So, oh, cool. uh, as you notice, nice a new direction. Yeah, a little bit. Uh, I've been doing cool. some 14 stuff, obviously. And then uh, we are also changing up like our graphics, everything for the channel. So it's it's been nice. a pretty busy last couple of weeks nice. for me. Oh, very cool. Very, very nice. In and fact, with that, I have DJ. a new stream intro coming. You have a new tomorrow. stream intro. I do. It's oh. coming tomorrow night. Oof. Preview. Nice. <laughs> nice little preview. And we've got Unileska joining in. Hey. On audio, at least. Yeah, she's trying. We're here momentarily. So she's trying. <laughs> so, um, Jerry, how's Hello. your week been? Hello. Hey, Unileska. Oh, Unileska. Oh. 
I'm sorry, I just downloaded this, so I have to per- organize it. <laughs> Not a problem. You good? Okay, I have to ask Matt the code for the room every time we do this. Every time. It's every like time. he's on it here so many surprising. times, you just have it saved. I don't know how to save it. It auto-saved for me. I just yeah, joined previous room. Yeah, it auto-saved for me, too. I just go under past things and then just go under Matt Diorio. I think this should be our thing now. I just it's okay. You're still pretty. You're still pretty. Yeah. Thank you. So, uh, especially yeah, with that Boston hat on too. Hey, uh, hey, hey! Speaking of baseball, really quick. Oh, hey, Jerry, you're getting him started. You're getting him started. I know. I, I you oh, know what the fault, moment. Jerry. Come on. The moment on, I fault. said it, I knew. Why? I knew he was going to say something. Let's go, Rockets. <sighs> That's all I got to say. There you she know is. At least he said, "Let's go Rockies Hi. and not just boo Dodgers." Hi, in Alaska. How Hi, you doing? Can you guys hear me? Okay, like yeah, you're fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How was your <laughs> How was your stream? It was awesome. We were playing Final Fantasy VI. Nice, nice. Yeah. How are you guys? We're We're doing all right. We're just kind of just getting caught up on that, and uh, you know, we've got some news. Like, I got I got vaccinated today. Yes. yes yes so yeah we're gonna do that jason there you go oh yo flex on them yeah <laughs> there it is. um i was able to so you're one and actually, done though i am one, one and done. done i was able to get the johnson and johnson vaccine down here so oh very nice I it hurt. Have to do the two shot um you know what the the needle going in i it didn't hurt and then the vaccine went in and then you could feel it right up in the muscle and whatnot it's Ugh. a it's Oof. a little sore right now I'm but, proud uh, you got through it, Matt, because okay. yeah. we know your problem with needles. I, I'm sure, you know what though? I, I'm sure Eva but, was there holding his hand for him. Yeah. <laughs> no, she was getting her. No, she was getting her vaccine like oh, next door over. Oh, um, I would have thought she would have already had it by now. No, she waited for me to get it done. So, oh, okay. gotcha, gotcha. I love my wife for for waiting for me. Aw, support. Yeah. Yep, and, and then, then the family that vaccines together. Yep. And then Theo got his first dose today as well. Get it today. Oh, flex on him, Theo! Flex on him. Really good. I I already took my shower and took off the band aid though. So, So, anyways, but uh, yours was a drive up too, right, Matt? Was a drive through one. Ours was up at um, Richmond International Raceway. So they had a whole building that they do some of the prep out at. Um, They had that all set up with just lines. So you drive in, you park, you get out, you go inside. Get your oh, shot, come out. I had to do mine purely in the car. It was just was one long line of cars, and we just do it through the window. That's it. Yep. And sad old magician. Yes, absolutely. Johnson and Johnson. It is starting to be a bit sore right now. So I agree with you on that one. Um, but the fact is, it's one and done. I don't have to worry about it anymore, especially with us moving Yay. to Phoenix yeah. the end of the month. So I don't have to worry about second dosage. So um, that's awesome, dude. Yeah. So nice let's go ahead. Off the shoulders. Yeah. Yeah, let's. Everybody that follows our podcast knows the shenanigans that Soldier brings to the table anytime he shows up. So, um, <laughs> way to call a guy Boston, out. Yeah. Huh? But you know, let's let's introduce our listeners to Unalaska. Um, you know, I, I know a lot of the people that are watching right now are avid followers of yours, both on Twitter, on Twitch, YouTube, all all of your channels. Um, but for those of our listeners. Um, you are probably one of the biggest Final Final Fantasy collectors I know about. Um, <laughs> case in point, what's behind you? 
Um, My shrine. It's a shrine that I do not envy you having to pack up. (laughs) No, I, yeah, I have to pack it up again and it's going to suck ass. So, uh, yeah. Um, That is quite the collection, though. I know. Uh, Thank you. And you are a partner, a partner on Twitch. Yes. Um, so really what, what got you into not only the, the Twitch streaming space, but also into collecting Final Fantasy. And I mean, Final Fantasy as a whole, because you are not just focused on one game. You are, you cover pretty much all of it. I do. Um, honestly, I just, cause I have three other brothers. So they're the ones that got me into gaming when I was young. So without them, I don't think I'd love my JRPGs or Final Fantasy. So I, I started young and became obsessed for like 30 years now of collecting. Wow. Wow. What was the game that got you hooked? Uh, honestly, well, it's, it was not a Final Fantasy game, but when I started Dragon Warrior, that's when I like started getting into like those type of games. I'd watch my brothers like all day. Like I just watched them play it and then... Like, I want to play. And then they wouldn't let me play because I'm just a young, like, kid. So I, all I can do is watch them play. So then I think Final Fantasy 1 is what I started with them. But I think Final Fantasy 4, which is too American, that's the one that got me mm-hmm. into, like, obsessed over Final Fantasy. The whole, uh, the whole American numbering. I know. 4, which is 2, <laughs> 6, which is 3. And people are like, yeah. what's the difference? And it's just like, ah, oh, here's a link. Go Go read up on it. Like... Oh, Jason, the the ye old uh, Japanese section at the old job. Oh, yes, yes. You know, it's... <laughs> Jeez. Whoa, so which, great. Fa- which Final Fantasy are you getting? Oh, <laughs> are you sure that's the right number? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah we know, seriously, this <laughs> is the only you, one that came worry. out. <laughs> like, <laughs> oh, God. It's in English. You can read it. Then. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Three and five didn't even come out till what? Like late 90s, early 2000s in the Americas? Uh, Three was on Super Nintendo. So, no, I mean, couple, no, no, no. I the, think the didn't a couple three, versions actual, didn't a couple oh, versions get created like for PlayStation when they yeah, were PlayStation, yeah, yes, the anthologies, yeah. Yeah. right, right, anthologies. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah, those were so annoying to get. Yep. Oh, I agree. Yeah. Those were like those were the worst customers too. Like, are you sure this is the right one? It just came out. Like, yeah, yeah. It, <laughs> we don't get many of these in. You know, yeah, it's so funny. <laughs> Oh yeah. Yeah. So I gotta. So you know. So I gotta ask you. So how does your? What does your family think about? Um, not only with you doing the amount of streaming that you do, but also your your vastly growing collection. Um, they think I have a problem. I don't know. I think they they think I've had a problem for a long time. <laughs> well, the thing is, like when I grew up, I just spent all my money on like my collectibles. Like I'm not that type of girl that's like oh, I want to buy all these expensive purses or like crazy expensive, like $300 shirts. Like I just spent it on, I want to buy this $200 collectible. So like, I just spent it on that. And then my parents were like, okay, like as long as you're doing something that you love and spending your money on something that makes you happy, like that's it, right? Oh yeah. It's like, so, it's like stamp collecting. Or it's like, like a, like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, or like cards or like whatever hobby you have that you put all your passion into, you know? So that's, that's collecting in general. It's yeah. you're collecting yeah. something that makes you happy personally. It may not be the most normal thing sometimes, but mm-hmm. yeah. that's what makes you happy. Yeah. yeah. True. Do you have any duplicates? Is what I'm curious. I do. Like, I I do have duplicates. I have like boxes. I still even don't even have everything in this room unpacked yet because I just moved like two years ago. <laughs> And I have no room to put anything. So like things are still sitting in the storage room. People see problem. I I see opportunity. (laughs) 
Because oh. as a collector, as a collector, I like I would be planning like get, getting some display cases and like yeah. really like you know what I mean, like make yeah. a display of it. Yeah, an opportunity. Well, People may see chaos, but it's opportunity it to is. make it look better. It is, and I think this last move, hopefully, it's the last one for a long time, and I can actually like unpack everything and just like organize everything. Because right now, it's just like a freaking mess, you know, like it's just everywhere and. I want to be able to like make a big collection video. Like everyone's like, when's your next upgraded like collection video on YouTube? And I'm like, well, I don't know, soon. And it's been like <laughs> soon for the past like year. So I don't know when, hopefully after my move. It's well, okay. Then, I, I moved last year. I bought this house last year and this behind me is, is still, I've got loads in the closet. So yeah, I need so, to, yeah, you know, my pain. Yeah, it's, it's hard to find yeah. a spot. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, well, I just and moved then, and I, I had, I actually had to put everything away. So I don't have yeah. anything out right now. And it kills me. Like I just, oh, I, I like no. surrounded, surrounded by my proton, my, you know, Egon proton uh, <laughs> pack and stuff like that. And yeah, yeah but yeah, yeah you had a good nerd statues, dude. <laughs> I had some yeah. good statues too, man. All yeah. of my statues are in storage. Um, but then, you know, she's got this collection, right? And then she decided, hey, guess what? I'm going to start doing Final Fantasy TCG and playing around mm. with that shit. Oh. <laughs> uh, dude, you don't understand. Like, um, I'm addicted I do. Now. He does understand. Well, you actually understand. Does. Actually, yeah, you do. Yes. Yeah, yeah. That yep. does understand this one. I mean, honestly, what's funny is I was on Dragoons as an actual deck build before it actually became popular. And now they're, of course, they're coming out with all the new dragoons and the the current yeah. set and whatnot. Um, but yeah, I've been playing uh, dragoons uh, since day one. Since wow. I started playing the game, um, now going on almost two years now. Um, it's gonna wow. be sad though because I'm gonna be leaving the crew that I've been playing with for a while. We haven't been able to play actually in a year because of COVID. Yeah. Um, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting um, and whatnot. So yeah. But yeah, so with the current climate right now, when we look at just streaming in general, right, we'll we'll talk about the other climate here in a second. But yeah. <laughs> when you look at, you know, being a, a female gamer and streamer in today's society right now, how is it how does it make you feel? Because I know there everybody will make that comments, well, you know, she's attractive, that's the only reason people will watch, you know. And yeah. she's a female, that's the only reason people watch. She's so got how do you boobs? Wow, like right. So <laughs> sorry. How do you how do you feel when you see those comments made and how how hard it actually is it really to be a streamer, let alone get to partner um, being a woman gamer? Honestly, like I don't deal with a lot of that crap anymore. It's really weird. Like I used to be a Heroes of the Storm streamer. Like I streamed that for oh. Blizzard for five years. Like this is this is not what I've done like my whole streaming career. So I stream HOTS for five years and that's when I got like the most negative, like toxic people in my mm. chat like you know what i mean like oh yeah. wow like where's your this how come you're not showing enough this and this or this and that and i'm like mm -hmm. like why just because i'm a girl like come on so ever since i switched like it was just recent i think it's been like a year like half a year i don't know how long it's been since i switched to my final fantasy and jrpgs and stuff i've been getting like on the rare occasion someone says something bad you know mm. what i mean like it's not that often anymore so I think playing an online game made people say a lot more negative shit like in your chat and in your games and then meeting mm -hmm. like the JRPG community in Final Fantasy people like everyone's just been super nice except for like the other thing that we'll talk about later. Yep. But like 
um, you know, you get the rare, you know, mean comment, but that stuff doesn't get to me. Like, I don't know, it's weird. Like I'm immune to it or something. So I know there's some other people who are very sensitive to it. And that's what pisses me off because they can't tolerate that stuff. So they, they go under depression and they, you know, go through a lot of other stuff, which is very bad. And I think for me, it's just like, wow, random words on the internet from someone I don't know. So fuck that. Like, why am I going to let it get to me? You know, mm-hmm. that's just how now it on is. the Now on the flip side is um, I'm not going to name the channels name and everything but it came out uh, about two weeks ago there was a fairly decent sized uh female streamer that came out basically on video on her stream and said basically if you can't afford to subscribe to my channel just get out Mm. um it was very very f-bomb laded and and everything um i didn't even hear about this why so this has been a while hasn't it yeah it was a while it's been a couple yeah it's been a couple weeks um because honestly, for how she was on that stream and how she kind of treats her her viewers, I'm, I'm not going to give her the actual credit of being named on our podcast. But yeah, yeah, yeah. When you when you hear of streamers, not only a female streamer that kind of does go more the sexualized route, right, to try and get those people, but also just in general, we've <laughs> seen other bigger streamers out there trying to pull the same thing. When you see them say, "Hey, if you can't afford to sub to my," my channel just get out and stop watching and basically having their mods ban those people from the channel how does that make you and, and soldier same question to you too is how do you guys feel when you guys see people doing that as as twitch streamers so i think for me it's um. there's already a stigma i think when it comes to streaming or being a content creator anyway about how like oh, we just do it for the money or we just do it for this or whatever. And I think when people do those kinds of things, they confirm the bias that people have towards content creators. And I think it gives us all kind of a bad name. And that's like my problem with it is that I grind my ass off for everything that I've ever had. And I don't even ask for donations or subs. And if people want to do those things, I I absolutely adore it. I'm, I'm super grateful for it but my content's always been free and I don't feel like you should have to pay me to watch me stream. Like I, it's not that important to me, but I also have a full-time job, so it's not my full-time career. But even if it was, I would never, I would never be that type of person because it seems desperate and it seems like you're begging for people to like you or to not like you, I guess, if that's how you want to (laughs) go. I could never do that. Like, I think ever since day one of my streams, I've always been like, I want to make a, I want to build, not make, but build a community that's more like family. Because I know there's a lot of people that go through a lot of stress, a lot of like anxiety, and they don't have a lot of people to talk to. So I feel like my stream, I've always wanted a place where people can just hang out without subbing, without donating. And if they do exactly what Soldier said, like, that's awesome. You know, that's great. You're supporting my streams, but you're also supporting me when you're just hanging out with me because it helps me too, because I like talking to people. I like sharing my passions with people. So like I would never in the life, like if I had like a donation goal, I'd be like, Hey guys, this is a goal. You know, this is what I am looking forward to. Maybe like, maybe I can get this to like stream it or something, you know, like it's just something that's going to help me out. Um, that's, 
literally all I've asked for. And I know the other day, the other day, someone was like, how come you don't raise your sub goal? Like I've left it at 10 for so long. And everyone just kept saying like, raise it, raise it, raise it to like 20 or 25. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to raise it that high. Like I don't need to, because I'm here to like, just hang out and have fun with people, you know, Mm. like, I don't think begging and everyone's going to do their own shit in streams. Like everyone's different, but Mm. I don't think asking and begging for money and all that stuff is, is necessary. Like that's just, I find that wrong. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I agree. I would, I would agree. hundred percent. Like it's just not cool. I don't know. So So. let, let's talk about that other community, shall we? That we kind of alluded to. Um, jeez. So last week's episode, um, for those that did get to, to watch it and everything, we did have, um, Aaron Kaufman on from Square Enix, uh, who is the director of social and community over there. Um, and we kind of did kind of bring this up to him about kind of what's been going on in the final fantasy community, um, as of late. Um, Mm-hmm. You know, of course, for him, because of what he does within that that realm, he's kind of, you know, he he does say that he does emphasize, uh, emphasize with everybody, but he's kind of got to also look after the brands that he's kind of having to build up in the new communities. Um, but when we look at it, right, is it seems like and we're a year after the games come out too. even is that the toxicity has seemed to be getting much, much worse around FF7 specifically. Um, and it's starting to make people quit doing content for both in general, but also too, as in like soldier's case, you, you kind of went to FF 14 and found a new home and a new supportive community within that, that realm. So first off is how, how's it making you guys feel as both huge ardent fans of final fantasy, um, to the point where, you know, you guys have love the different games and soldier ff7 too is that you have so much gatekeeping bullying going on right now um both from the ff7 space but also from the final fantasy community in general because i've been seeing some posts about you know how some other people are being within that community so i think for me like the biggest thing is so i used to be on the very positive side of everything right like i i used to when the game was about to come out, I was the guy, you know, there was a couple of us that were like, this is going to be great. We're, we're expecting great things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always tried to like curb the toxicity in my own community and in the community in general. And then when um, the game released and I was a little bit disappointed in, in some things, um, it was like you had this, this giant shift in the fan base mm-hmm. and they felt personally attacked by one of the the ff7 dedicated content creators not liking the direction that the remake took and it, it kind of took on this form of i i don't want to say hive mind because I, I i hate thinking that people genu- genuinely don't have their own thoughts on things mm-hmm. but at the time it felt like you know if you read my comment sections after the game came out and i gave my my opinion on the ending and, and the other stuff it was just this this wave of people coming in to harass you. People would get on Twitter and try to get you canceled. They would try to get your sponsorships pulled. Like I had people tagging Square Enix saying, you shouldn't sponsor this person because they don't like Tifa or they don't like Aerith or they don't because of a character or because right. I said that something about the, the plot. Because goes, you had an opinion. Because I had an opinion that did not go with the general consensus or what they thought should be the general consensus. It was, 
it went from oh great soldier first class let's let's watch another video to hey soldier first class let's ruin his life because Mm -hmm. that's the fun thing to do today Mm -hmm. and i'm just using myself as an example and because i don't like to speak for other creators but i feel like that's where the shift started to happen and Unaleska has been a part of it. Now we're seeing like people like Ari were getting attacked. Nice guy Prince, obviously, when I was getting attacked, was also getting attacked. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, it seems like anybody that has gone against what the, the general consensus mm-hmm. is has been receiving these threats, getting phone calls to their work, having to call the cops on these people, getting Dang. told to trigger warning to kill yourself because yeah. you didn't like a certain part of a, a video game. So, and I think that's the worst part is there's actually people that are saying you need to go kill yourself. Yep. And to, the thing and is, that, it's not just you guys. I mean, it's not. I mean, because you know, Leska, I've seen some of the the screenshots you've posted as of late on some of the toxicity, and that was tame. You know, it's that was tame shit, tame. dude. Wow. That was tame. tame. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And I think honestly, like to Bahamut um, Lenhart, you know, in the chat was saying, he's like, I. I love the changes, but if others don't, can't just tear them down, which is which is correct. But that's the problem is, is we're seeing people tearing each other down because, yeah. I mean, the, frankly. The, the, biggest pro, the biggest problem with it, too, is that Seven is so coveted, but it's not just coveted. It's also the most commercialized for Square Enix. So yep. most people identify with it and then go back to it <laughs> and get pissed off that they changed it. I mean – these things happen. It's the same thing with a movie and it's unfortunate and it shouldn't be that toxic. And it, it yep. I like when, when I first heard about it from about you soldier men, it sucks. Cause I mean, we, we love the characters, we love the game, but if they're going to be that toxic, yeah, I mean, and my thing is like, and by the way, you know, Leska, I want to say that like the fact that you went from hots to final fantasy that transition that you made is kind of actually an inspiration because you were able to do it and just follow your passion. And that's like something that I'm trying to do currently. So that's kind of like an inspiration on my end of things. So I appreciate it, by the way. You got this, man. Um, Also like, so, and I hate using this as a crutch because obviously there's a lot of people with a lot of problems out there. This stuff, like I've already possibly said on the podcast before that i've i have had bouts with depression and everything else my entire life um and content creation was one of those things that unfortunately if you are suffering from things like that these comments that you know go kill yourself yeah it doesn't help at all like go kill yourself we're gonna get you fired from your real job you know we're gonna find where you live shit like that the unacceptable stuff like that just drives you farther and farther down. And like the reason like people, me and, and soldier and uh night sky Prince and a few others that have stopped doing the content on it. This is a big reason why. And I think right now shining a light on that is exactly what we need to do because it's getting, it's getting awful and it's getting worse every day. Yeah. I, I feel like definitely. it's just not gonna, it's not going to get better until remake is like completely finished completely done yeah i mean like i agree i've just honestly it i feel that it's just that divide because final fantasy 7 was so like it was the flagship game for playstation one it was the it was the pioneer into like all those blockiness and 
seeing an RPG in this whole different world that, I mean, I feel that all of us have this like connection to that game 20 years ago. Yeah. Almost. Oh, like, that, yeah, was, 20... that was my, that's, you know, that's why I kind of understand that was my first RPG. That yeah. was the first and, one I ever played. And mm-hmm. now that we see this like remake, this whole new idea, then we're like, oh, we know exactly what's going to happen and we expect it to happen. And then when we don't expect it to happen, you know, everyone's like, oh no, like, do the old school purists say, oh, this is terrible now? Or the, the new people are like, this is the greatest game ever because it's like so open-ended. Like there's just, I mean, I don't want to jump back into the FF7R conversation again, but I mean, I know Square Enix has a plan. I, I <laughs> stick by Square Enix like yeah. 100%. We'll always be a Final Fantasy fan. We'll always be like whatever Square Enix and Atlas hire me please <laughs> if, if, they, if they ever have anything well I will be jason right on there if you were actually able to make if the podcast last week i had work i had to work we man. actually like, were dealing talking directly so to sad yeah um we got some, i mean for got me some really good stories too man i'll it be was, like it was pretty cool i'll always be like 90 percent square enix but that's only because they're not giving me a chrono trigger remaster <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> I mean, and, and if well, you're gonna go and give, if you're gonna go make Final Fantasy Tactics remastered in, you know, AKA Octopath Traveler so Tactics, <laughs> give me Chrono so Trigger. It's Just not give me Chrono same. Trigger. It's not the same, but Triangle Strategy is gonna be awesome. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. I've been playing the demo, and it's yeah, it is it's fantastic, it is really, really good. Um, and this but, this is yeah. really the problem that we have with those Jason, as you put it, purists, and yep. it's these people who aren't listening because really yeah. Square Enix. Put it on the box. Final Fantasy remake. It's not a reboot, so therefore, it's it's, it was going to yeah. something. Something was going to change. Mm-hmm. Now, deal with it. I did. Everybody yeah. else did. We're and now we're interested. Okay, so what direction are they going? No. Same thing with a movie. If it gets oh. a reboot or remake, there's a yeah. difference. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, I mean definitely. Like I, I, I agree. Like I love ninety eight percent of that game, and then it was just like you know what. I, that's I have most to wait. of the game like yeah so really exactly yeah. I, I i love it but i just you just have to wait you know it's it's going from disc one to disc two you just got to wait it out a little well and i think the other thing is too is that everybody it feels like everybody in the fandom started at a different point and because yeah. of the compilation that it's made that possible so everybody kind of has their own idea of what final fantasy 7 should be and so I think a lot of times we say that like headcanon is a very powerful thing. So if you started with Final Fantasy VII in 97, your Mm -hmm. opinion of certain compilation works might be different. Whereas if you started with like Crisis Core, maybe you have a different view because you never played the original seven or something like that. So I think like Kingdom Hearts even. Kingdom Hearts got a lot of people to see who Cloud and Aerith and all these characters are. So they had an idea in their head already of what these characters should do. So I think that's where a lot of the conflict is coming from, too, is because, like, I kind of see myself in the middle. I liked part of the compilation. I like I didn't like other parts, but I started with the game in 1997, and I kind of mm-hmm. have, like, an open view of the whole thing, mm-hmm. as a lot of us do here. But then I have to look at it from the perspective of somebody that started with Advent Children and what yeah. they think Final right. Fantasy VII is. So I think you have all these different collective people that 
are trying to put a label on Final Fantasy VII, and it's hard to do because there's so many different things to it. That right. goes back to my point of it being overly commercialized because mm-hmm. Sephiroth was a secret boss in Kingdom Hearts, and he was a boss in another one. You know, this is what a lot of the people are... I mean, they put like Cloud and Sephiroth yeah. into Smash Brothers. Yeah. Right? I mean, to, to they're that Amiibos. Figure, that yeah, yeah. They're, they're kept... You know? Those are characters that are kept alive to keep reminding people of this mm-hmm. one game. And just now there's a change. Well, uh, so was Advent Children. Advent Children was a, technically a different timeline. Mm-hmm. I feel like... So, yeah. I feel like people aren't like I know people are going to be disappointed with the you know there's some people that are disappointed with the remake because of like the changes and stuff but I feel like the bigger problem is people being obsessed with the fictional characters and mm-hmm. bullying people over them like like these people these fictional characters aren't even real they're not like human form like us you know yeah. what I mean mm-hmm. yeah. um like they don't have feelings the people that have feelings are us the content creators and Square Enix and anyone that's worked on these games. You know what right. I mean? So people being obsessed for, I don't know how long, 20 years, whatever, over these fictional characters, bullying people. It, like like my, my part where I got bullied, okay, I'm just going to say this. I'll try and make it short. Is that I saw a picture of Aerith and Cloud, a fan art on Twitter. And I loved it. I thought it was really pretty and whatever. So I was like, wow, I don't know who retweeted it i just commented on it and i said wow this is a really pretty picture of Mm -hmm. cloud and Aerith. like it's gorgeous and then i said and i like uh zach and Aerith together too like it was it wasn't anything negative it was just like i like i like zach and Aerith because i finished crisis core Mm -hmm. and i i saw their connection together and i was like wow they're really cute too like i'm not picky with who is gonna be with who like i don't i don't give a fuck about that like i love all the characters equally you know what i mean so i got bullied and harassed so hard because people were like you're not supposed to say that under an art piece i'm like i wasn't saying anything negative and they're like the rule the rule is the rule is this the rule is that and i'm like what rules it's your opinion yeah, we have yeah, there's a You're entitled yeah. to have an opinion. Yeah, we need to get rid of those unwritten correct, rules. Technically. It's so dumb. <laughs> and no one like, opinion. I have artist friends that appreciate other opinions. Like they 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 draw pictures of Tifa on Cloud, and I'm like, well, that's so cute. And people are like giving opinions and they don't care. They don't mm. care because they understand it's an opinion. But yeah. then you get all these people harassing you for saying the word Zach. Okay. And then they went after my sponsor. They called, they tried calling my sponsors, Square Enix. And my other sponsors, they tried to email them. They tried to get my address. They tried to get my phone number. They tried to get all this personal information about me to try and ruin my life. Because I mentioned the word Zach under an art Mm -hmm. piece. I feel you. They were trying to (laughs) screenshot stuff that I said in high school. What? 11 years ago. Yeah, me and Night Sky Prince were getting stuff. Was Twitter still around? (laughs) Yeah. Well, it was like Facebook Um, stuff. Yeah, and like people were screenshotting stuff and emailing people, and like it's ridiculous. We need to get rid of these unwritten rules about the fandom. Like, like there are no rules. Like, you want to be nice about an art piece, you know? There's there's some there's rules, okay? Like, I have Mm -hmm. a friend. I don't know if she's in chat. She's an artist, and she explained to me like you just want to be nice and you don't want to say anything negative Mm -hmm. about it. But no, I didn't say anything negative. I just said the word Zach and what you're going to call Square Enix. Hey, your sponsor, you know, Alaska said the word Zach under an art piece. Like, 
Really? And then Are you actually going to do is, that? <laughs> Square Enix just go, um, um, hey, oh, guys, shit. that's one of our characters. Yeah. It's in the game. So, yes. Thank you. Yeah, no <laughs> you know? kidding. Cool. What I love um, is that these people get so mad. Like, they get mad for the artist, and the artist is just like, thank you, you know. But yeah. they get mad for the artist. Yeah. And it's like, it's not even, it doesn't even have to be that. Like, just I, right. I, yeah. I even apologized yeah. to the artist because I just, I was like, I'm sorry for mentioning the word Zach. And she was like, okay, that's fine. But I still get, I got, I still got bullied for like a month after mm-hmm. that. That was like part one. There's many parts where it like brought up again and I got harassed. I got like yeah. freaking pictures, really nasty pictures sent to my Etsy shop email uh for like how long um you know dick wow. pics or whatever sorry i don't want to say that and i'm just like why are you doing this over fictional characters are you freaking kidding me like yeah. why like are you and that think, immature and i think that's the bigger problem too is in general too is that you talk about gatekeeping right is yeah the star wars fan base has become that bad I think because it's someone mentions, yeah. you know, I mean, if you go Marvel, beyond video games, movies, go into sports, sports. I just, I, is I just feel like to- I, toxic. I feel like with with Twitter and and any any platform that you Keyboard can warriors, yeah. And, yeah, any platform that you can create multiple accounts, it's just their way of trying to make somebody else miserable because they, have they so are so many accounts. Yeah, yeah, and, and the thing is, they ridiculous, like man. It's they like tweet each other, they retweet mm-hmm. each other, like yeah. they, it's yeah. all yeah. the same, like and they post groups. screenshots of what you said, and then they start making fun of it, and they're like, Look what this person said, this you know, Lesk or Aru, mm-hmm. anyone, like look what they said, and they're just like, Oh wow, she's so racist. And I'm and I've been called racist. Wanna, <laughs> How? And I want to support like so we've got Kyle Driver in in chat, okay? Amazing guy. Um, I follow him on on TikTok and everything like that. Great guy. And it's the same thing with COD too. Like the COD population is starting to gaslight anybody that says COD is bad and they're moving to Apex Legends. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, granted, nobody has said anything to us, um, you know, about us, the fact that we've ditched COD and moved over to Apex Legends. Um, but it is, it's gotten so bad with the toxicity. You say anything bad about COD, which frankly, there's problems. Jerry, I mean, Jerry, Theo, myself, we can all talk about how, you know, the game is broken. Mm-hmm. You know, there's so many aimbot problems and stuff going on in there that it is actually not fun. And the fact is that so many things that now, are being allowed that, yeah, that just they just don't, couldn't care less. They, they have care. a money machine they, and they just take their time to, to so, try and fix problems. You know, and I want to I want to thank Kyle and, you know, specifically because seeing him switching over to Apex Legends and watching a little bit of his content was like, you know what? That looks like a lot of fun. It's mm. free. Let's try it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it's something we're playing like every night. We're having a yeah. blast with it. Nice. And frankly, we're getting our butts kicked. So, but <laughs> it's, it is one of those things that it's like, it is the, it's like that cancel culture, right? It's like they yeah. went after Eminem mm-hmm. and they chose this song that is about bringing awareness to domestic violence mm-hmm. and, and and i get that you know some things that there's some people that are, are really saying some really really horrible things out there and yes some of those people deserve to kind of be canceled in, in certain ways but you know when it comes to like having an opinion about something like like cod like final fantasy like all of that i think 
that's what it needs to be just opinions we don't have to agree yeah. just like it's it's going back to the whole console war bs again that mm-hmm. all the big content creators out there not real like we're trying to stop don't exactly. take it so seriously you, care. you know it's I not think, real it's, i think what i would i would love to encourage people to do because i know a lot of people don't do this go to your favorite content creator I don't care who it is. I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's Yuna, Night Sky Prince, any any of your favorite YouTubers. It doesn't even have to be Final Fantasy. Read their comment section because I'm. I, they tell you don't read them, like for the creator not to read them. Right. But I have access to my on my phone. I have a creator app, and I can see every yep. single comment I get, and I read every single one. Now, as a creative person, we take things personally that we probably shouldn't. But we yeah. do anyway because it's just how we are. But at the same time, you're putting a ton amount of work into what yeah. you're doing. So, so I mean, and I also, I also do want to get that feedback from my community. Yeah. So I read my comments. The problem is, is that a lot of people will watch the video, comment, and then walk away. Mm-hmm. And so when you bring up things like this, the, the toxicity and stuff like that, they're like, well, I've never seen it. I encourage you to please – Go yeah. look at comment sections. Go look at Twitter threads. Go look at social media platforms. Look at this stuff and see what is going on. Because the only yeah. way to stop this, the only way to bring awareness to it, is if we're not the only ones calling it out. Mm-hmm. We, yeah. As a community, I think we have to come together. Uh, and we have to, we have to make that change ourselves. Because if you keep allowing these people to do it, they're going to become the voice of the community. And we don't want that. So please, I encourage you, read your favorite content creators' comments section because it will be very enlightening. Yeah, because that makes sense. Because like most of the people that are going to be in those comments sections are either the people that are saying those things or egging those people's on. And Mm -hmm. it's not going to be the people that are against it because they're avoiding the comments. They're not participating in the comments or anything like that. And so the people that are writing this toxic stuff is are being fed and they're yep. they're eating it up so they're going to continue to do it and, and well, like, don't at least put, like, open up from reading the relent the relentless comments that someone has to deal with like on a daily or whenever they post basis try and imagine that and and put yourself in those shoes that people have to deal with that every time and yeah. try and brush it off so it's so tough. A moment of uh, vulnerability here for anybody. When I was still uploading remake content, I used to physically cringe mm-hmm. whenever I would see a Final Fantasy VII remake profile picture because I was so I was so stressed out about it that I thought anybody that had a profile picture with that on it was going to be spewing something toxic. I agree to that. So I, felt I mean, that's not right. I mean, that's right. and and that's you know how horrible that is for a Final Fantasy VII content creator to have to yeah. sit there and yeah. every time you see a picture of Cloud or Tifa, you just just like oh, oh I don't I, mean, I need to read it. Fear or you're associating fear yeah. with the game exactly. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. I just don't. That's not right. You're not. You're not, you don't. You don't love what you're doing automatically. Yeah, you're not loving what you're doing, and that's not right. It's it sucks. I just don't understand how people are so obsessed over this shit like bullying and harassing sending death threats and and doing all these horrible things over characters that aren't even like real life first of all second of all there's no official like relationship like 
that type of relationship in the game. Like, mm. of course, there's yeah, like little yeah. hints here and there and stuff. Like, where is it official where Aerith and Cloud are together? Where is it official that Tifa and Cloud are together? Where is it official, you know, the only thing I saw was Zack and Aerith in Crisis Core where mm-hmm. they showed like, you know, more love for each other. But still, like, I don't care about that stuff. Like, I love Final Fantasy so much to the point where I just accept any type of content that there is. So if you really loved Final Fantasy VII, you wouldn't go and bully people over this. You know what I mean? Like, you just accept the opinions and not be obsessed. To that point, right? People were even being toxic about how Barrett is portrayed. More so specifically, they were even targeting how his voice was inflicted. And it's like, that character, I mean, when you actually see how they flesh things out and how the lines were written, he cares about marlene even though marlene's yeah. not really his daughter and it's like especially when you know the man behind the voice like Good we do john. uncle john you know uncle john uncle and john. you know his passion for that character specifically yeah. yep. it's like guys we gotta stop gaslighting and that kind of leads me to you know my next question on this is that what can the fandom do better to help stop the toxicity i know we you know people have talked about hey you know they report people for the harassment and stuff like that but i think it needs to go beyond kind of like that what what can the fandom do well i try to stand up as much as i can like every time i stood up for someone like aru or like any other person that got like harassed night sky prince like zell like there's a bunch of people um soldier like there's people that I just saw were getting hurt and stuff over all this. So I always stood up to it on Twitter and then I get harassed for it. And I'm like, okay, so I'm trying my best to like make this shit like more aware to people, Mm -hmm. but instead they screenshot everything and then they harass me more or bully more whatever. And I'm just like, I don't know what to do. And I don't want to make my Twitter be annoyed. Like for people like, Oh, look, she's talking about Final Fantasy seven bullying again. Like, okay. So I'm just like, you know what? ignore it i guess for now but then at the same time i'm like i hate ignoring it i like standing up to all this stuff and like making it more aware for people but like you're getting shut down your your voice is being quieted that way yeah and i don't like that and then at the same time i'm like i don't want to be annoying i don't want to make more of a scene for people like i don't want to be that person that like is you know on twitter talking about all this stuff you know and i just i don't know i'm i'm I don't know what else to do here like just well it, it's frustrating because like personally you know you try to tell people hey I'm I'm just not talking about that stuff anymore because you know it brings me great stress and then they're like well mm-hmm. you should come back and it's like do you want me to come back cuz you want to hear my opinion or do you want me to come back cuz you want to harass me some more mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. is that what you want because it it just feels like and I also think that when we do bring up what's going on like on Twitter or whatever. And like saying, Hey, enough's enough. I'm tired of this. This bullying needs to stop. Then people will say, well, you need to stop talking about it because it's making us us look bad. It's you're making the fan base look bad. If people think that we're this bad, then Mm -hmm. they're, they're not going to want to be a part of the fan base. And I'm like, do you blame them? Cause I don't like this. The reason it's the reason it's being talked about is because it's happening where you're, you're trying to blame the victim Mm -hmm. or, for being victimized and it it doesn't make sense to me you would think that those people would say oh you're getting harassed well let us find those people and weed them out of the fan base but instead it's all about quieting us and what we're saying 
Yeah. Because it makes, it shines a bad light on the community. And I think like Strifers, I'm going to call out Strifers, friend of the podcast. We've had her on, um, <laughs> you know, said people need to chill out and find something better to do. It's a waste of energy and destroys the game for people. And I think that's just in general, you know, yeah, she, you know, points out, I would love for you soldier to come back because I generally feel like you respect the game as it is, but I respect why you left. We all do. Right. Mm-hmm. And definitely. And I think that as content creators in whatever space we're in, whether it's podcasting, you guys in final fantasy, star Wars, whatever it is, right. Is that I think we have a, a bigger responsibility to just stand up against things. Right. Exactly. Do you know many times when we were, we were facing a lot of the protests here in the U S over the summer with black lives matter, we were ardent supporters of it. I had people tweet at me, stay in my lane. Because they don't think that, like for podcasters, Danny Pena, um, Cleef Adams, um, you know, personally, even Game of, you know, Greg Miller and stuff, everybody was just saying, we're all content creators. We do podcasting. We talk games. That's all we should ever do. We shouldn't yeah. talk politics. We shouldn't talk about the human condition. And and frankly, isn't all what we do is to help and better the human condition, you know, and bring some joy to people's lives. Like we all talked about the top of the podcast. Yeah. Would we like to have subs to our channels? Sure, you know, great. But that's not what our end game is with our mm-hmm. channels. Mm-hmm. We're just here to give something for some people to enjoy, to escape their lives. You know, for us having listeners around the world, when I started seeing that, I'm like, wow, we're giving people that are in other countries, that are in other situations that could be much, much worse than what we have in the States. We're giving them escape, whether it was for one episode or they're following us the whole time. It's an escape. And it yeah. gives them something to potentially laugh at. And, and it's just, we need to just stand up against the hate. And mm-hmm. honestly, it's like you look at with the attacks against the, you know, the Asian community over the last couple of weeks. And it's, it's escalated since the attacks in Atlanta. You know, we're seeing these, you know, punch challenge stuff popping up on all the social media where, you know, they're actually – some people are taking joy in watching these attacks. And I think that is horrible. And I think we need to stop that. And, you know, it, it, to me, it's like, this is what we need to do. We need to stand up and do we need, and we need to shine a light on a lot of the communities that aren't having the light shown on them. Because frankly, you see a lot of these attacks for the final Fantasy community on Twitter. And it's just like, you know, I would love, I would love square Enix to just jump in and say, Hey guys, chill out. Everybody can have their opinions. That's the whole point. Yeah, you know, I wish right. we're not like going to love everyone. Happen. Um, and I don't and think it, it has to purely be to stand up because I mean, not everybody is willing to put out their voice, but support those that are sharing your opinion against the hates. Like it's it's not so hard to be all like, yes, that's exactly what should be going on or whatever, because you might not have the words to say it as profound as anybody else because mm-hmm. like if for like the asian community if they don't have if only the asians are having a voice and they have no support it's going to get quieted down bullying mm-hmm. whenever anybody stands up and they get shut down that's why they're not going to come back up they need that additional support behind them to to make sure that they're raising their voice and standing up for those that need it well yeah, and i, I think too that the bigger content creators even in like even in our situation need to to speak up too because if if it's just us down here and you've got people that got 10 million subscribers and they're let's say they're covering apex legends 
and there's a really bad toxicity. I'm just using this as an example, just to clarify, but there's a big toxicity problem. And then you've got this guy with 10 million subscribers who could sit there and tell, tell these people like, chill out. It's a game. Have fun. Yeah. And, but it feels like the bigger content creators tend to just ignore what's going on and avoid the situation and avoid the situation because they don't want to put their voice out there one way or another. And to those people also that are telling people to quiet down because they don't want to hear politics from a gaming channel. uh, Guess what? If you don't want to hear politics, you probably haven't been paying attention to the games that you're playing. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, yeah. to what you just said, yeah. so it's like you probably haven't been paying attention to Final Fantasy because yeah. Bahamut brings up a very, very good point and <laughs> led right into what you were saying is, is that Final Fantasy has always been about friendships and standing against the villains who would do the planet Aeon and Crystal's harm. So it's like yeah. it's the same type of thing. It, you look at what Shinra was. I mean, that's very, very much a very political statement. You know, and how politi- yeah. you know how they were. So Final Fantasy VII is very much a political statement. Like, <laughs> yeah. look at the entire uh, game. You're literally part of a resistance. <laughs> yeah, against a mega how- corporation. But I think that all hits on everyone here has been using the same word that I think needs to be addressed and more taken more seriously. Community. Mm-hmm. Yep. Streaming community, gaming community. It, it, we need to start acting like it. And in a community, all of us need to come together. And I think it shouldn't just be on just who's the top tier. I think what you guys are doing are, is right. Like keep, that's the struggle. You got to keep the fight, but keep fighting them. And everybody else needs to start joining because this is a community and we need to watch each other's backs. Mm -hmm. So I have a question for everybody, but more for soldier and, you know, Leska, whether or not you see it with other content creators and streamers, but do you feel like that there are particular streamers or content creators out there that end up trying to, that end up being so uncomfortable with the toxic stuff that they're seeing in their community that they kind of laugh it off, make it a joke and, and essentially make it okay in their community. Oh, hundred percent. I I think 100% you have creators that do that. And I also think there are creators that actually kind of don't give a fuck that. Well, not even that, but just <laughs> or even egg it on and, <laughs> yeah, and they, promote they, it. They, they egg it on. they, they're like, like kind of oh, perpetuate it. Yeah, oh, did, yeah. did you hear that Soldier First Class and Unileska think this certain thing? We Soldier should, doesn't you know. even have to name names, and I know who exactly you were just talking about <laughs> <laughs> because we've talked behind, you know, off show and and whatnot um, about things going on. I mean, and that's that's the one thing is I think you know nice things like Soldier and I will will air. God, I've been hit your venting post for a while now. <laughs> Sometimes when you just need it, and it's you know that's what it's all about is being there for our friends and stuff like that. So yeah, Matt's you know, who I, I sent Matt's who I sent screenshots to like all yes. the time. So Matt <laughs> Matt is very well versed in the harassment. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's uh, it it just it does need to end. I mean, I think all of us, you know, it's been said in the chat a couple of times is in gen, I think in general, more so than, you know, especially in the final fantasy community, but I think in general, we just all need to rise above. Yeah. It's time yeah. We, we start propping up everybody and supporting everybody and basically taking all this negativity and, and driving it out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And definitely just respect and, other people's opinions, man. Like mm-hmm. I feel that's what's been so much of the problem where they're not gonna understand dude they're like they're They're just like come on like all six of us in this zoom chat right now are in six different locations you know Mm -hmm. and there's no way in heck that 
all of us are going to have the same like exact upbringing of same exact thought yeah. process yeah you know and just accept that opinion i mean like there's no way and just it's it's too much it's too much i, I can't it gets so infuriating about that. Well, and the thing is, they drive people to like. Yeah. I'm not going to say I, I have been the cleanest speaking person in the world Same. when it comes to the situation because I've said some things that I'm not proud of. But you know what? Th- that's what that's what happens with these people. They mm-hmm. drive yeah. you to these lengths mm-hmm. where you just start spouting stuff that you may not even mean. Because right. you're so frustrated with it that you can't take it anymore. And the sixth and, thing and, is that they and then take you pleasure see, out of it. Yeah, and then you see the post, oh, man, Soldier First Class has lost his mind. Yep. That was a long time ago, but you know my point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah, it's you know, really dumb. And that's the thing, guys, is like here's my whole thing is when we talk about comedians standing up against bullying and stuff like that is that, you know, yes, there may be people out there that may be part of the fandom that don't see this. Mm-hmm. They only see the positive. They never see any of the negative stuff. Um, exactly. And a lot of it could be because how you have your your Twitter feed curated, you know, and, and stuff like that. So you don't actually see it or you don't go into the comment sections of videos and stuff like that and take a look at them. Um, <clears throat> because, you know, frankly, if you were to dive into kind of what Unalesco was talking about, because I actually, when you posted those screenshots of the Twitter, or the Twitter thread, I actually yeah. went and looked at that thread. Man, Dude, that was disgusting. bad. There was, was one. It was bad. So, like, I have a lot that is, I haven't shown. Sorry, go on. You know, for for me though, is like I look at it this way: is as a community, yeah, people may not see this, but it's there, and mm-hmm. it deserves to have a light shine on this. And, um, you know, I think we will always, regardless, you know, the top like Black Lives Matter, stop Asian hate, all that stuff. We will always speak out in support of those causes especially anti-bullying, you know, to the soldier's point, right? Some of this toxicity has driven people to massive depression, massive anxiety, yep. wanting to quit making content. So regardless if you, you see it or not, you know, it's, it's there. And even if it's happening to a dozen people and they're the targets, that's a dozen people that doesn't need to have it happen to them, period. Yeah. And we will always exactly. support it. That's what I've been and, doing, though. I've been standing uh, yeah. up for people. And the thing is, though, I've done it so much where I just feel so drained that it starts to get to me. And I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm helping all these people. And then I'm the one that's mm-hmm. getting target- targeted because I'm helping them because this person's getting a death threat. So I'm standing up to it and being like, what the fuck? Why is this person getting a death threat? And then I mm-hmm. get harassed and bullied and get screenshots and all this stuff. Like, I don't care. But I'm just like, um, like, what's yeah, the point like- of all this? Why? But that like good, uh, gives a good example for my statement with like you need support because like I'm sure you feel frustrated with standing Same. up because you feel yeah. you probably feel like you're standing up alone that nobody mm-hmm. else is also yes. helping you. It feels like you're on it an entire you, yes. you're you're on your island alone yeah. just screaming your lungs out, yeah. whereas just a few other voices could really help lighten the load. Like yeah. I'm so tired oh, of people being like ignore it like i know ignore it i'm not going to give them any attention but i want people in my community to see what i'm going through and on twitter Mm -hmm. and social media i'm not talking like you know to the bullies i'm talking to everyone else that can like see Mm -hmm. what i'm going through and um it's just ridiculous like aru is like my little sister she's she's amazing Mm -hmm. and what she went through as an example like the fact they went for her so they're bored with me. This is what I'm thinking. Cause I, 
I I didn't give any attention to them anymore. So I felt yeah. like all of them were harassing me at one point. And then I'm just like, you know what? I don't give a fuck about you guys. I'm not going to talk to you. And then they saw a clip of Aru, okay? So when I get frustrated, sometimes I say things that I don't mean. So they clipped this one part of Aru's Final Fantasy VII remake. And, they were, and she's like, she's like, I hate... I hate you, Tifa, or like, I hate Tifa, or like, why are you so dumb? In a, in a situation where she felt frustrated. Like, I've said, you know, dumb things about favorite characters of mine. Yep. <laughs> yeah. You know what I, I mean? Like, what have. the fuck? We <laughs> all have. The, stand, we all the standard, standard gamer, gamer shouts yeah. while you're like okay. struggling in the game. If, yeah. it's not the game. if it's not the controller, you, it's definitely yeah. like, <laughs> do you, do you or it is the controller times? and you're just blaming the controller. Like, come on. And do you have any times like with Nathan Drake? I, everybody knows and uncharted is my my series that i love mm-hmm. too many times it's, i've gone it's an, you effing idiot f- yeah but it's more the person controlling the controller that made a exactly. mistake and i jumped off a ledge instead of trying to grab onto it <laughs> um and you follow your death and and whatnot it it happens and it should never be taken to that no. context now and they oh. took it seriously and they clipped it yep. So then they made a big deal and then they started uh, harassing her and body shaming her because she cosplayed as Tifa and she got harassed for that and all these mean things. So now she's pressing charges like she's she's going full force. She's tired of all that shit. And I'm like, you know what, girl, I'm so proud of you to stand up with me because I see some of these other people who are, you know, (laughs) not saying anything. Like they're just quiet, and I'm like, "What are you scared of getting mm-hmm. targeted by these these people who have like thirty accounts or forty accounts, and it's seriously like five people, yep, in in total who have all these fake accounts?" You know? Yeah. No. To her point, mm-hmm. I've literally seen screenshots where people have done email checks yeah. on all of these different accounts, and they're literally linked to the same email on Twitter. Yes, that's, it's like what the ridiculous. hell? That's, you got yeah, problems, man. Because Twitter allows you to, I don't know, I don't know what the deal is, but they allow you to make like so many different accounts with the same email. Mm-hmm. And that allows these people to, and it's as easy as getting on your phone and going to Twitter. And literally, I think you can hold down on the home button. Yeah. You hold down on the home button and it pops up your accounts. Yeah. And people wow. can have as many as they want. Lots of accounts. Copy so they... paste. Just copy paste. My goodness. And you know yep. what's weird is that some of these people, it's like it's like one person talking to themselves. Like they would have an account, they would say something mean, and then they would switch to their other account. Oh and my pretend... goodness. Aru told me about this. I think it was Aru. She told oh, me I've about seen this. It. And they figured it out. And they're just like, this person has two accounts, but they're pretending to be... Oh, sorry, yeah, they have two accounts, but it's one person. Oh. Yeah, it's yeah, well, so egging up, himself man. That on. is so ridiculous. And they're going get, by a script. They're, they're literally these, copy and pasting their own version of a because of a conversation they're, they're trying to paint mm-hmm. certain people or certain right. parts of the fandom in a bad light to get right. people to hate them. Right. Like you see it with the shippers. Right now, you've got like you'll have an, an we'll just say an Aerith account. Will get into it with a Tifa account that they run. Yeah. So that they can say, look what the Tifa fandom does. Yeah. And it's the other way around. You know, it's you got a Tifa person making an Aerith account and and getting into an argument with themselves and then saying, look what this Aerith account's doing. The Aerith fandom's so bad. And then it's all fabricated, just like some of the stuff that they say about us. Like they called Night Sky Prince being racist for saying something. Yep. And he's black. And they're like, (laughs) 
Well, he said something. I don't even remember what he said, but they screenshot right. it and they're like, he's racist against black people. He's black. Yep. They call me 40. Um, they call me 40 year old white woman. And I'm like, I'm not even white. I'm Armenian. First of all, <laughs> I'm not even 40 yet. And they're like, the 40 year old white, white girl is at it again. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that must be me. Thanks. So I, you know, I get that all the time too. So I like, <laughs> yeah. you get the 40 year old white I lady. I think the comment yeah. that was perfect. <laughs> Why? Why? Well, I mean, I just want to say one more thing. It's probably when he shaved think, his beard. I think Matt's trying to say something, but like, I, to, I just yeah. want to say the uh-huh. biggest, the biggest, like nastiest thing I've seen is when people are on Twitter and their title in their stream is anti-Tifa, anti-Aerith. I will, you know, they'll say something mean to you if you talk about this character at all, like on their page. And it's just like, are you fucking ridiculous? Like, why would you even put that in your title? You know, that's going to cause fights. That's going to cause more bullying. And so, you know what I've done on Twitter? And it has drastically improved my mood on Twitter. I've muted literally everything. Yeah. Oh, literally every I've muted Tifa, Aerith, Final Fantasy seven. And like when the when the Final Fantasy seven stuff that does leak through onto my timeline comes along, it's Mm -hmm. really wholesome. Yeah. Because nice. the people that are doing the harassing are somehow using the keywords that I have put in mute. Yeah. And all of yeah. everything I'm seeing now, Final Fantasy VII wise, is pretty positive. So mm-hmm. there is there is ways of posting positive mm-hmm. things and still having yeah. it reach the people that want to see it positively. You so, know, it really made me sad when you stopped your content stuff. Like mm-hmm. I remember I talked to you, soldier, during I don't even know when it was, and I was like dude why why are you like scared of these people like they're just fucking keyboard warriors and it just it really made me sad when you stopped doing your ff7 content because literally i think you and like i think you were the biggest one that always had like final fantasy 7 content like uploaded all the time and then when i heard with what was happening to you it just it pissed me off so much and i'm just like please don't like i know it's hard and i just keep telling people that these are just like 30 year olds or 20 year olds in like acting like kids and you know they're trying to scare you but you know just don't take it serious because they can't do anything to you like they're gonna say all these mean things but i know it's hard mentally so i understand like your situation so it just made me sad i think i think my biggest thing is like i have a full-time job and stuff and if these people got a hold of my work or got a hold of like my phone number or anything like that or tried to Mm -hmm. act like me in some capacity that like I could possibly lose that and content creation is not my full-time job. Yeah. Yeah. So I kind of need, I kind of need that job. I understand. So, you know, on the content creation side, um, it's a good time to segue. I think um, Comic-Con's supposed to be coming back in Thanksgiving weekend. Ooh. Yes. They're small event. Where? Oh, <laughs> um, cause it's not San Diego. It, no. Well, it's in the area, isn't it? Oh, it's going to be a, a different a, venue. It is going to be in-person, live mm-hmm. event. Um, and they have basically said they will kind of keep guidelines in play for the, you know, how the state's doing. But mm-hmm. honestly, I think this is, uh, you're making Too people soon. choose between a convention and spending time with their family that we all yeah. haven't done in well over a year now. So Not even that, um, it's just, it's a convention. You know there's going to be like, Either okay, we all be, know we've it's going to be so spread out yeah and like, you you have to go through a line 
mm-hmm. and it's like okay everybody could see one vendor at a time and like so marching online um, it's like comment in chat um e3 did come out um with a tweet a couple hours ago and said it is going to be completely free to watch and everything like that um i know there was rumors that they were going to try and put it behind a paywall for some things but they've actually come out and they've clarified that um they're going to be coming out with a a statement here soon about how everything's going to look oh no you're you're perfectly fine i'm i actually follow the e3 twitter account because um honestly i got to keep up to date for us too as well because you know, as soon as that becomes a live convention again, hopefully we'll be getting our media passes again. No. Um, we're going. So, speaking, of, hey, otherwise I'm still going soldier. as a bank. Soldier was already you, soldier. You're already included. That's when when I said we. Yeah. We're going. We're going. Um, so, along the Final Fantasy realm, um, so the former Final Fantasy team that went and started Miss Walker Studios has come out and said that they're also not going to be remastering Lost Odyssey, which I think is is bad. It's because sad. that is that is a great game that I think people on PlayStation and stuff should experience. Um, thankfully, it's still backwards compatible on on Xbox, um, so people can still play that game. It is a fantastic game. Um, oh god, he's he's, uh, he's breaking into it. Is he getting oh, it? Is he getting it? Oh, he's got a flex. He's got a flex. He's got a flex. Oh. He's got a flex. <laughs> nice. And I'm not saying oh, a remake. Man. I want look it just a remaster. Oh, look just at that. Update the graphics and everything. Keep the story bucks. intact how it is because it was a fantastic story. Um, and along the lines of kind of like remasters and everything like that, uh, a couple weeks ago it was announced that Ninja Gaiden Collection was coming out. Another Miss Walker Studios game, Blue Dragon. <laughs> I um, like Sakaguchi, if you couldn't tell. So No, never. Okay, Bahamut, I'm going to call you out. Do not get Unaleska started on the Legend of Dragoon, Dragoon remaster because she's already posted about it today. Dude, um, oh, no way. Today? Are you a fan, too? I would be so Dude, down. I love, Dragon, I love Legends of Dragoon. I you're wrong, you're wrong for that. You're wrong for that. You <laughs> know. Oh, man. So, that was I my second it. RPG. I have, I've never I played the game. game. Um, I asked Jerry's opinion on it just the other day, right after the news of PlayStation broke that, yeah. um, should I get it? He said, yes. So yeah. I, oh, yes. it's I picked it up. It I is love downloaded. It is downloaded onto my Vita now. So I'm able to play it. So good. Um, it's, like, but, it's like a thing. I did it last year as a meet, as like an April fool's thing. And I did it this year and I got like, I, I was laughing my ass God. off because some people believe some it, comments. obviously. <laughs> some people were like, really? Um, really? Is this real? And I'm like... Yep. Oh, my God. So, I'm uh, sorry. I but just, anyway. Anyways, with the Ninja Gaiden, though, um, Clutch coming out, it has... Team Ninja finally admitted why Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 won't be part of that. Mm. It's because they lost the code. <laughs> the All code right, well, to Ninja Gaiden 1 and 2 are gold. Oh. I'm, not, I'm not buying those games. So, you know, you, you want to talk um, about frustration? We'll talk about fr- yeah. frustration. <laughs> I hated those games. Um, let me say, God, did I hate those I mean, those you games. gave up on Sekiro. I would imagine you I didn't gave up give on up. I, I'm on a hiatus. Whatever, uh-huh. dude. Whatever. Like, like Hunter for Hunter. How long? I gave forever. I, I am seriously, I look at it every time <laughs> I start on my PlayStation and I'm like, no. No. Right, right. <laughs> Every no. I um, still have it loaded, yeah. dude. Me too, and I can't. I look at it and I, I, I can't take the pain. I can't take it. So it's too uh, frustrating. On the Nintendo front today, talking about lost games and stuff like that, the Super Mario 3D Collection. We've been we've lost we've lost yeah. some games in the mm. world. Um, that was sad. It, yeah. So basically, for those that don't know, um, the end of March marked 
the end of the Super Mario 3D collection. So if you hadn't already bought it by that time, oh yeah, um, through the eShop, um, if you had download codes that you had bought or been given, you know, if you didn't already redeem them, or you haven't been able to find it physically at a GameStop somewhere, um, the game is lost. Yeah, it has gone back into the vault. Who knows? Boom. Um, Didn't it. they say that uh, along the release? announcement as well that they gave a heads up that that was yeah. going to oh, go away they, did. Said, well, they said you had six but, months i think yeah but okay. here's the thing is it's still honestly when you look at it though is i get what nintendo is doing but nintendo's not disney yeah you know these games a lot of these games have never been played by anybody before and maybe they just needed some edging on to you know watching content creators play the games to kind of yeah. get into them um but the thing is they are kind of disney in, in their own way they have their own well, fan base and like these they, they, these they, games they want to the beat of their own drum man they, they, do, they do but they Nintendo. they're disney-esque when it comes to like the love of their characters and mm-hmm. the exclusivity of uh, exclusivity Exclusive. Say, say it again. Exclusive. <laughs> exclusive. One more time. Exclusive. <laughs> uh, uh, products that they. Once again, Jason. Uh, exclusive. Exclusive. Hey, Jared, you're getting everybody started on things. Dang. Exclusive. I'm sorry, but triggers. But also, triggers. But, but also the exclusive products that they come out with is just like Disney. You know, people go crazy for them, and it's it's yeah. the same thing. And it, you know, it is what it is. But they do march to their yeah. to the beat of their own drum. So. Good segue point because let's talk about another company that's bouncing along to their own drum, and that's Xbox. Mm. So we know yep. Xbox is really pushing backwards compatibility. They are adding on more and more games to Game Pass. Octopath Traveler. Um, Octopath Traveler. I am honestly, I'm a fan of that game, um, and the fact that more people actually get to enjoy it now and, mm-hmm. and see just how good of a game that actually is. Mm. Um, you have it on switch but right matt because i, I have borrowed switch. it once okay i have no i've had it digitally i have it digitally on my switch i let you try it out on my switch when we we're still out and oh yeah Colorado. that's right okay um but yeah that is it is it is a great game um which is why i joke around about it being you know project triangle strategy being off yeah. the path traveler <laughs> tactics um, yeah. because it's the same vein but let's let's talk about that that whole we're bad business decision making when we look at games with gold we'd be remiss oh, if we didn't talk about it guys oh so my we, talk, God, we please, talk about it every uh, single month please so who comes up with oh games look at this three People out of four are, titles i've never heard of again what truck, the hell is truck, this crap truck so, racing championship wait what you don't have truck 60 dollars how is Dude. that game 60 dollars why is don't their know. msrp never go down <laughs> Why? So I will say this. Vikings, I can remember. Not, it's not even Valhalla. It's not even Assassin's Creed. For forty dollars. I remember Wolf, Dark Vikings. Void. Wolves. Yeah. I mean, I remember Dark Void. I didn't play it, but oh my of course, god, that's, that's that was Buster a days. garbage. Um, I that was one of the worst Uprising, rentals I ever I ever got. You know, Hardcore Uprising was the the sequel to Contra, essentially. You know, the unofficial sequel to Contra. Um, but yeah, I mean, a lot of people are basically at the point now where they're even saying that this is the nails that are in the coffin for probably Xbox Live Gold and it to eventually just be merged all into one <laughs> one thing and this to finally go away. I love in bold, big, their, their whole thing is games with gold. 
with $129.96 of value, 3,200 game score. Terrible. Truck racing is $60. Where are they getting this 3,200 game score? Where are they getting all of this information? 60 bucks. What I love is like Xbox is doing kind of like the same thing that Nintendo does where they never drop prices on anything, even if it's like the B-movie equivalent of a video game. (laughs) Or even (laughs) C-movie. Truck right, driving so championship. <laughs> I know, I know, you gotta That's like make your money back. You know, I get that, but jeez, man, like never heard of it. What the oh, hell is that? Now here is at least be honest about your value. Here's PlayStation look Plus. At this. Yo, oh, what? Yeah. Odd World's free. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Let's go. Yeah. This is I for April, Odd right? World. This is April. Yeah. So April. Yeah. We're getting. Oh, that's awesome. A lot. Another PS5 exclusive game. Oh wait. You know, you're getting Days Gone for free, which this is more on the PS4 side, which a lot of people have not played the game. So, mm-hmm. you know, Jerry, I know you've like you kind of you dug the game a bit. So, yeah, the folks at the um, Ben Studio, um, you know, that game is free for anybody that's got PlayStation 5 because it's part of the PlayStation 5 collection. Um, and then you've got Zombie Army or uh, Zombie Army 4, which you know, I've I've never heard of it, but obviously it's been around for a while because there's a fourth game. So, but still, Oddworld and Days Gone. At least there's games you've heard of. And the you thing know, they're right, pretty right. good. Already and that's, the that's, first list. that's the thing that I like about <laughs> PlayStation Plus is that like on when you get a PS5, they literally put like 30 games on PS Plus for free. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. like Persona 5, uh, I think Monster Hunter World is on there. Um, Last Guardian. Mm-hmm. There's yep. a bunch of RPGs and action games on PlayStation Plus when you first mm-hmm. buy a PS5 for free. Yeah. So if you've never played those games, you got 30 free games to mess around with. Yep. Right. Like now, I, and, and all uh, the classic franchises too. Yeah, right. was you got just, Ratchet and Clank, yeah. Uncharted 4, God of War, all of those yep. you, you can already get. Yep. So and a lot so of PS5, a lot of PS5 games right now are coming out free too, like Destruction All Stars, Odd World. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. There was another one I think that came out free too. I don't get so, how Xbox doesn't get it because like PlayStation is getting a constant revenue stream. Well, so with PlayStation Plus, because you have to have PlayStation Plus in order to keep playing those games that you're getting for free. Mm-hmm. Same with games with gold, anyways. But you're getting crap. <laughs> so I think let's let's look at that though. You, you talk about Xbox not getting with PlayStation, but PlayStation doesn't understand what Xbox is doing too. Let's let's be fair because they just shut down the PS3, oh, yeah. Vita, and mm. PSP stores. So yep. if you haven't already bought the games, you don't have a lot of time left. You have until July 2nd for the PS3 and the PSP store. And then um, you have until the 27th of August officially now to get anything on the Vita. Um, once these are shut down, these games are lost. And I think the problem is, is that Jim Ryan doesn't really understand what backwards compatibility really means. Um because he has come out and said, yeah, we've dabbled with backwards compatibility. And then when um, we do put it out there, nobody uses it. Well, you know what? I don't always play my Vita. I will pick mm-hmm. that thing up every couple of weeks or something, play a little bit, and I go back to playing PS5 or Switch or whatever it is. Um, but I think you look at what Xbox is doing is bringing everything forward with the generations. I think, honestly, you by not doing something with backwards compatibility, especially like let's let's be frank you know you talk about legend of dragoon right and how many all of you guys reacted and how good of a game that was especially some people in chat that 
That game is now lost to the ether yeah. unless you yeah. have a PlayStation 1, a PS3, a Vita, a PSP, and you've bought it already. Yeah. Okay. So, you know, I get it. I get what why Sony's doing it. You know, it's server space. You know, mm-hmm. that's to have that yeah. storefront up and running. It, it's server space. They're going to repurpose them, put them into, you know, other things. But I think what Xbox is doing, and I have to give Xbox their props or their backwards compatibility model. You know, Phil Spencer said a couple of years ago, hey, this is our plan with Xbox series. And even one going forward is that all your stuff's coming with you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, even even if it comes to like remakes or reboots, stuff like that, at least have like, you know, a customer like vote on on what game they want that year and then they remake it or Mm -hmm. b at a minimum why don't you get all this stuff and put it on playstation now right yeah yeah there you go there's your there's a new revenue stream that's supposed to be you know their streaming thing but yeah they need to focus more more onto it i think yeah that's the crazy thing for me too is like they have PlayStation 2 games on the store. They have PlayStation 3 games on the store. I think they might even have PlayStation 1 games on the store, like very rare of them. But mm-hmm. why get rid of the yeah. legacy that they have? It's like they, they always talk about how the PlayStation 2 is the highest selling console ever. But then they want to phase out everything games like i I don't understand that embrace your legacy like i have a lot of a lot of issues with nintendo on things yeah and it's still a travesty that we don't have super mario rpg on the switch by the way nintendo if you're listening uh but (laughs) i can name so many jrpgs from super nintendo yeah Yeah. i can name so many yeah with nintendo online though like they are at least attempting to bring that legacy to the forefront because i think nintendo's thing is that legacy is their biggest asset so yeah. yeah, that's why when they come out with 3D All Stars, it's such a big deal. That when they when they come out with Breath of the Wild, it's such a big I'm deal. Sorry, there was so no pissed. demand for Skyward Sword as much as there was for Ocarina of Time. I oh, wanted, yeah. I wanted, I wanted Wind Waker so bad. Yeah. All right. So, real quick, kind of before we kind of wrap things up, we're gonna we're gonna shine the spotlight back on Unaleska for a minute. <laughs> Soldiers already had this question before. What do you want me to <laughs> Something say? that we ask of every guest that is on this oh. podcast and has been since we started the, you know, two years ago. It's rite of passage. It is a rite of passage. Allows you to stay on the couch for future future yes. shows whenever you want to be and on it. Way, um, you know, welcome. Like I didn't get to welcome yeah. you. Officially <laughs> you didn't welcome you to the couch. Oh, thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, oh, by the way, take a seat. we just got straight um, into it. But you know, like grab a pillow, joy. First, I was going to be yeah. like, "Hi, guys, nice to meet some of you." I, like, know. I don't know, man. <laughs> Jump right <laughs> in there. <We're> just... <laughs> I'm like, Jason, "Hello." You know. Anyway, so when when we are actually able to have those game nights with with family and friends, okay, so. Let's look at this as in a non-COVID world. Okay, non-COVID <laughs> okay. world. Non-COVID world. What is your favorite game to play, whether it is a video game, board game, card game, whatever it is, but what is your favorite game to play night, play for game night with your family and friends when you have them? Mm, I have two. I would say Catan for a board game. Nice. Or nice. Mario Party, but like on the Wii. Like Which old Mario school. Party? I don't know which one I have, but I know when I played it on the Wii, it was one of the older ones. I don't remember. I don't know, but it was one of them. And those are my go-to games. Nice. Yeah, I I love Mario Party. It's so like, 
I don't know. Some of the newer ones I haven't really touched because they just look okay. But like the older ones, I find mm-hmm. super fun. Mario Party ends friends and family. Does so it does Mario them. Kart. But so does yeah, Catan if you play yeah. with Matt. Yeah. But yeah. so does Catan yeah. though. And Catan yeah. is play with cut throat, man. Like Catan, I get anxiety baby. with Catan just because I of love Matt. Catan. Oh. Yes. Yeah, Catan's so good. I, I have to get it on the Switch. It's too. so good. Man, dude. So yeah, those two games. Matt awesome. is the most so, vicious thief and somehow the most consistent thief. Yeah, he's very ruthless. <laughs> I don't. I he's swear kind of he load, He switches the dice that are loaded and rolls a seven all the time. Yeah, <laughs> he's kind of scared. I think that's the first time ever. Like, man, you, something's kind of off on you. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you like you mean you mean? Hey, <laughs> hold on. You played it. You played Monopoly with me too. I'm not. Yeah, that's true. But also, but, I, so, but I'm, I'm pretty. At the same time, you're not the monopoly. Champ. I'm pretty stubborn with negotiating. Yes. Somebody <laughs> on this couch, <laughs> oh, is a monopoly champ for Crash and Game Night. Mm. Both the single um, and multiplayer champ, sir. I'm double. Belt I'm a post. I'm a double belt as well. There's Ooh. only one person. I don't know if you can fully take single because you haven't gone Who, against that? Matt Cause, single. Because I won. I won. He was the only the only non-champion. Yeah, I, Ooh, I don't yeah, ever Monopoly. expect to win a Monopoly, I say. <laughs> I haven't played Matt one-on-one, but I mean, like, I've played the other two one-on-one, WW. Jason's starting a competitive Monopoly Sir, league. Yes, so, do it. Get, I, I, need to, I need to try and get into the Monopoly championship. Soldiers say then. you'd join. If there was a Monopoly competitive league, you would join. There is, there is a Monopoly competitive mm. league. There is a oh. Monopoly championship. Dude, man, no way. Not Monopoly. All right, so, you know, let's go for... For those of the viewers that are out there that um, are familiar with your content and our listeners, once the audio drops this weekend, um, why don't you let those out there in podcasts and uh, Twitch land know where they can find you on social media? Uh, if you guys want to find me, you can find me on Twitch. I stream every day other than Sundays, so you can just look up Unaleska. And then on my Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram, it's Unaleska Games. Um, and that's about it. Yeah. Well, you know, this guy, I absolutely want to thank you for, for crashing game night and also bringing the, the wonderful, was, wonderful viewers. You are I love welcome back. To all of you. you guys, you're welcome back anytime. Um, maybe we'll just let soldiers stay off out of the way sometimes. No, we, we love soldiers. We, we love soldiers. He's, you know, no, they have I to have room set up wars. No, no, man, don't don't diss my FC leader like that. Just, just you wait. <laughs> Next time, I'm not sending you screenshots. Okay. <laughs> you know, I just want to say thanks for making this aware to people. Like, I hope I, people actually listen to what's going on with the Final Fantasy VII fandom because it's been going on for many years, and it's been really. It's been getting worse. So I hope if you guys see anyone that's getting bullied or anything that's just, I don't know, negative, like try and make it positive if you can, you know, don't make the situation worse. Just make it better if you can. Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for joining us. But also thank you for standing up and and telling us your story because you're making it easy for the others to stand up and Mm. voice and, and stand up to the bullying. Like so thank you. Thanks, dude. Very much. Oh. Kubo, Kubo, Kubo. Okay, soldiers Thanks officially to you guys lost too. his mind. 
soldier of the fisher oh, lost his mind. He's no, like, he's just flexing. <laughs> he's just flexing hard. Flexing. Or, or, or is this? Or, he's got to do. Hey, soldier, is is this an Easter egg of maybe a comeback? Uh, this is my final form. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is. It is the <laughs> final, final form. No, Jerry, to put it in in uh, perspective for you, it is a soldier's Final Fantasy beanie. He's getting hey. ready to play fourteen now. He's got a raid. I, I don't know oh, if that counts as final <laughs> form. Like Jerry, Jerry, help him out. Find a onesie that will fit and and work with the whole oh, outfit. If and you find me a Namazu form. onesie, oh, yes, man. please, please do it. Challenge Etsy. accepted. Etsy.com. They have lots. Yeah, absolutely. Or, or what about uh, uh, the uh, amiibo? What about amiibo onesie? With the little, the little yellow, oh no, no, it's pink, it's pink. Maybe one of those. I can probably find um, one of those. Probably on Etsy. Yeah. With that. <laughs> with that, I want to thank everybody for crashing game night with us tonight. Those that have hung out with us in chat all night long, and those that will be listening to us on the podcast platform of their choice. Um, as always, if you like what you heard, please. Uh, Hit that follow button on Twitch. Hit that subscribe button on the podcast platform you're listening to us on. Um, also, go check out the website, CrashingGameNight.com, where we've got some of our articles um, going on where we give our thoughts on some of the games. Jason's got mobile mobile game Mondays. Mobile game Mondays. Um, you know, we are, now that we've kind of gotten everything transitioned to the new logo and redesigned on the website, we are going to be firing things back up. Um, but everybody out there, especially with what we talked about and everything, I think how I close thing out, is actually very very prevalent right now especially in the state you know climate and everything going on in the world but please everybody i want to say just be excellent to each other Mm. and stay frosty that's right frost cold keep it cold keep it ice cold baby that's right all my (laughs) fellow nerds and all my listeners thank you for joining us and uni Mm -hmm. soldier Thank you guys for joining as well and, and for opening having up me and soldier. expressing your, your stories. Thank you so much. Thanks for also, having me. Also, guys, the struggle is still out there. Black Lives Matter. Chinese Lives Matter. You know. Uh, Asian, please. Asian. Asian, Asian. Asian. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. Um, okay. But uh, show your support, please. And uh, just show some kindness and maybe give a hug, you know. Let's spread the love. When, when you but can. only when you after, can. but only after you get the vaccine, please. When you can. Yeah. That is yes, please. Trust me, I've safe. had it. You don't want it. <laughs> Let's please stay safe out there. Definitely stay safe out there. Uh, as you guys have seen, three of us so far have gotten the vaccine. So when you are available to get it, please, please get it. It is very imperative. We are at the end of the line. Like I think by hopefully by May we'll be able to start getting the general public into getting vaccines. Yep. So please, it is just around the corner. We have one, two months to go. As you heard earlier, there is going to be conventions slowly opening up. I don't know how. I don't know mm-hmm. what how they're going to do it, but they are slowly coming up. We even have online conventions that are opening up for free for the public. Uh, Fan Fest is just right around the corner. You know, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. <clears throat> but all in all, stay safe out there. For all the people that are in troubled weather, troubled times, hopefully you guys are still doing okay. But uh, as as uh, we uh, start to close it out, uh, just definitely want to thank you guys again. You know, welcome to the couch again. You're always welcome to sit on there, soldier. Your spot's still saved right here. <laughs> <laughs>
Shout outs nice. to that that Namazu shirt, sir. That's so cute. Love it. I love it. <laughs> but uh, my man Theo, you know, Dennis, how you always you do. Can. Just thank you guys for joining us tonight. Those conversations were amazing. Love the community that you guys brought with you. It was amazing. Definitely. Love having these guys in the chat. It's so awesome. Till next time, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. TTFN. Ta-ta for now. Good night, everybody. I've-